Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. All right, Fritzy, time to record some more disclaimers. I know you'll do your usual great job. Your copy is on the stand. Any questions? No, Mr. Nice Director Guy. All right. Bank shank, take one. A $100 minimum amount is required to open a savings or checking account with us. Good credit is also required. There is a $5 per month maintenance fee, which is waived if you have direct deposits totaling over $500 a month. Please face the fact that if you deposit a substantial amount of money, you will be treated better than the common rabble. We may waive fees at our discretion, but don't try having us do it over and over again. We don't like being played for suckers. We pledge to have such convenient branches and such excellent customer service that you will most likely overlook the fact that we engage in questionable and immoral practices and send your money to hostile or corrupt governments, including our own. We will also take all of your money and close your account if you engage in any politics with which we disagree, or if you are just a really nice guy who sells pillows. We are part of the federal reserve which means we own you please drink responsibly wear your seatbelt and spay your neuter your pets member fdic amazing job fritzy we knew you were the right one for the job let's do another one if you're up to it Defin, absolutely mr director great let's go retail detail take one the 40 percent off everything sale excludes discontinued items promotional items food products non-food products christmas items halloween items arbor day items alcoholic beverages non-alcoholic beverages housewares softwares hardwares firmwares outerwares clocks blocks socks rocks sporting goods canned goods printer paper wrapping paper liquid paper legal pads doggy pads furniture pads screening cards business cards playing cards cardboards blackboards surfboards skateboards chalkboards sports sports hats bats cats bats rats houses mouses louses ice cream cold cream whipping cream aspirin pearl cream laptops desktop box tops spinny tops peanuts walnuts grape nuts coconuts candies brandies books nooks apes tapes grapes drapes and salamanders a flawless job, Fritzy. Now we have a special one for you. Are you ready to go? <laughs> you bet, sir. Fantastic. COVID-19 vaccines legal disclosure, take one. Redacted can cause redacted, 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 and redacted. If you experience redacted, redacted, or redacted, then redacted, redacted, redacted as soon as redacted. In a number of small cases, redacted has been known to redacted, 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 and redacted your redacted. Please redacted if you experience any of the following. Redacted, 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 or redacted of the gums. For further questions, please contact redacted, 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 Washington, D.C. How'd I do? Great job, sweetie. We'll have more work for you soon. Any questions? Yes, Mr. Nice Director Guy. What does redacted mean? The following exchanges are based on actual events. No. Really. Welcome to Comrade Co.'s annual employee meeting. We've got many subjects to go over today. First of all, there are quite a few people here, so I am going to ask that everybody remain as quiet as possible in order to honor each comrade's time to speak. Thank you all so much. We're going to start with something simple to get everyone used to the new processes. We're going to start with one of the smaller motions. 
there is a motion to change the brand of coffee in the break room. All right, guys, guys, please respect your comrades. We need to keep it as quiet as possible so that everyone can be heard. Yes, Joaquin. Joaquin, he, him, point of personal privilege. Before we get really deep into this, I'm going to ask that everyone use jazz hands instead of applause. Loud noises really trigger my anxiety, so I would appreciate it very much. Also, could you please keep from whispering? That is a clear microaggression. Guys, guys, I don't think it's too much to ask, all right? Great, better, better. So let's move on to... Yes, Flavia, she, her. I think it's important to point out that there is a quiet room with the TV for our disabled comrades. The sound is off and there is closed captioning for anyone who needs to isolate themselves but still want to participate. Please remember to keep the lights off for those with photosensitivity. Oh, yes. Thank you. That is a great reminder, Flavia. Also, when you enter the quiet room, please do not give off an aggressive scent. We do not want to trigger our comrades who have olfactory sensitivity. Speaking of which, this time we set up a third separation room for those with conflicting comfort animals. We want to be every bit as sensitive to Comrade Jillian's service pony as we are to Comrade Gregory's service mongoose. Thanks, guys. Point of personal privilege. Point of personal privilege. Patricia. They, them. Please, please, please stop using gender-based language. Can't you see how triggering it is? What do you mean? You keep saying guys. Do I look like a guy to you? Uh, look, I'm sorry, all right? Guys has always been a non-gendered word from where I come from. I really didn't mean to offend, comrade. From where you come from? I've moved a vote out this xenophobic hack. Point of personal privilege, Bob Zizerzong. If we're going to be talking about coffee, comrades, we must stray away from the word beans because it's deeply racist, the word wet because it's misogynistic, and the word strong because it's a dog whistle for Trump supporters. Point of personal privilege? Point of personal privilege. Two hours later. No. Really. All right. Seeing as how we have addressed all of the concerns of our comrades, it's time to move on to the actual coffee vote. Is there any discussion on moving from chock full of yuts to star cucks? Is it too late to nominate another brand of coffee? Yes, Margot. As you may recall, Starcucks won the Comrade Taste Test. So let's move forward. Please submit your vote to the website on the screen using your phone. Um, sorry to have to say this. The website crashed. Of course it did. I motion that we simply take a head count vote. Okay. Can I have ten volunteers to count votes? Two, three, four, five. Great. Thanks. Now, I just need you to raise your hands. When the volunteer nods at you, you may then put your hand down. Forty-five more minutes later. No, really. 
All right. The votes are in, and here is the final cat. Point of order. Not everybody's votes were counted. Oh, God. I noticed that, too. Several volunteers did not nod or make eye contact with their voting comrades. Also, point of personal privilege. Please do not invoke false deities. I move that we do a recount. Two recounts and two and a half hours later. (laughs) No, really. Alrighty, then. The final count is in. Finally, the count is 522 for and 522 against. Are you freaking kidding me? I move that we develop a means of breaking the tie. It's just coffee. We have other more important things to vote on. Let's just keep it as it is. Chock full of yuts is cheaper anyway. Who died and made you emperor? Oh, for God's sake! Stop yelling. You're setting off my anxiety. Hail the flying spaghetti monster. Oh, screw you and your anxiety and your stupid meatball sky puppet, dude! Dude? I asked you not to use gendered language. Oh, clam it, Patrick. Patrick? I told you to never. Uh... Oh, my God, Patrick, I mean, Patricia. Oh, my, my cat's breath smells like cat food. This literally happens every time. And this is why we can't have nice things. No, really. There was so much news that we're upping the Chuck with two. Count them two newscasts this week. Our teenage puppy joins the show for the first and hopefully last CCW wrap. We'll have news of the weird and wonderful as well as some fun surprises. Don't go anywhere. Do join the chat. And welcome to Counterculture Wide. Welcome to Counterculture Wise, a Stormcap production. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts, our guests, and the dog, and do not necessarily reflect the views of any of our platforms, our advertisers, or any other dog. you listen today please remember we are so much more than a podcast all of our stories we discuss are linked in our show notes on counterculturewise.com visit there for commentary guest photos and links animations and fun merchandise if you have a story idea or would like to be a guest on our show contact us via our website you can also follow us on twitter gab Instagram, Facebook, and all over social media where we'll post memes, cat pics, and commentary that gets us booted off on a regular basis. If you're listening live, be sure to join our chat on Spreaker. If you're listening dead, please stop voting Democrat, but enjoy the show anyway. And with the meows of the Mackie Meow, we enter another counterculture-wise Sunday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What an amazing day we had today. Finally, we are unfrozen here in Central Texas. We actually got to go outside. Indeed. <laughs> we went outside. There was sunshine. It was wonderful. 
Oh boy, do we have a show for you today. We have so much fun coming up. My name is Melanie. I'm your hostess with the mostest and sitting in front of me is not just my husband, not just my best friend, not just my co-host, but my sweet baboo, Mr. James Monis. I'm giving you, I'm giving you the sweetest baboo. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, I let him have a mic. I'm not sure why. <sighs> I must express myself. <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, apparently Chuck had a lot to talk about also. Oh, that poor son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they sent you all a picture of his desk. Yeah. Yeah, he goes through a lot of counterculture wise vodka. He, Mommy's he, favorite. <laughs> he was uh, tried to tell me he was going to kick the habit. All of the habits. All of the habits. Yeah, good luck, buddy. That's why he's not allowed to record here in the the studio, because I'm not having any of the the smoke. Well, it would smell bad, and, you know, to clean up after him, he gets a bit too snockered. (laughs) He does great, though. He does great. No, he's a a total professional when he's he's live. I I got to hand it to him. He's a really good reporter. I really do. I have to hand it to him. Bit of a mess the rest of the time. Yeah, well, this was a week chock full of news, so like I said... (laughs) Chuck Two chucks. We upped the chuck. <laughs> All righty. Got any new news you want to share with folks, or you want to head straight into news of the weird and wonderful? Just we had. Did anybody die this week? It seems like everybody died yeah, last week. Yeah, people died. No, I mean, like anybody we know. Um, Melinda Dillon. She played the mom in the movie A Christmas Story. She oh, okay. was also the mom in. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, she's and, good, yeah. Yeah, real good actress. She and didn't a, Wednesday die? Yeah, the original Wednesday Adams, on at least as far as media uh, outside of the comic strip, yeah. Lisa Loring was on the original TV series. She Wednesday. was such a cutie pie. Yeah, what she was cutie. sweet. Did she's, she ever do anything else? Nobody knows. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it's just she's best known for that. It's like... Kelsey Grammer doing something outside of Fraser Crane. Well, we I were mean, watching yeah, the, the Bishop's Wife, and we were like, wait, that's Zuzu. <laughs> yeah, Zuzu and, and young George from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, oh, both of them. That's right, yeah, both of them. Yeah. So they must have just cross-pollinated all the kids in those movies. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Zuzu, whiny, nasally little. Never mind, never mind. Hi, Daddy, every time that bell rings. Yeah, shut Angel up, gets kid. a shut up. Paste it. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that damn movie. I don't care. Oh, it's it. it's one of my favorites. <laughs> we don't we don't go Christmas without watching it. And the last couple of years, we've been lucky enough to see it at a movie theater. Yes, that's yes. how it should be seen. Absolutely. I mean, better to have it on video than nothing, but or streaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But all right, let's head on into news of the weird and wonderful. <laughs> Counterculture Wise is proud to present news of the weird and wonderful. Here are your hosts. Melanie Hope and Jim Monis. Hey, that's us. That, as it turns out, <laughs> yes, it is us. So I'm sorry. I'm just an awful, awful person, but I had to put this story in first. <laughs> you want me to do this one? Yeah, I mean, invo- you're the it Marine. Involves, it involves military stuff. Uh-huh. You're the Marine. I make okay, you do all that stuff. Okay, so it involves military stuff. All right. Stuff. <laughs> Well, we all know what the big news is this week, but Chuck will go over that in a little while. The F-22 secured its first air-to- 
air-to-air kill by downing some balloon from some country. Yeah, yeah. some weather balloon. Totally yeah, innocuous. Totally, totally. Yeah. The Raptor fired one AIM-9X Sidewinder missile, bringing the balloon down off the South Carolina coast. The Defense Department has begun recovery efforts for debris with the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard. The F-22 got its first air-to-air kill. That's hilarious taking... that they're calling it a kill. That just... That's hilarious. No, that whenever... Yeah. Yeah. Taking out the suspected Chinese surveillance balloon, which spent the better part of the week floating above the United States and Canada at 60,000 feet. This was a PRC surveillance balloon. People's Republic of China, mm-hmm. by the way. This surveillance balloon purposely traversed the United States and Canada, and we are confident it was seeking to monitor sensitive military sites. So we stepped and aside and gave it plenty of time, in fact, ca- all week, for it to just Captain Obvious over. <laughs> of the Department of Defense said in a press release, <laughs> yeah. noting that officials in the People's Republic sure of China... I'm sure he's Sergeant Obvious, and he's probably trans. Yeah, whatever. Probably some dude in a wig. Claimed the balloon was a weather balloon that was blown off course. Mm-hmm. Hardy, har, har, har. Sure. The balloon went down over the Atlantic Ocean off the South Carolina coast Saturday afternoon after an F-22 Raptor fighter from the 1st Fighter Wing at Langley Air Force Base, Virginia, fired one AIM, or AIM, 9X Sandwinder missile per the DOD press release. The F-22 fired the missile at an altitude of 58,000 feet while the surveillance balloon was between 60 and 65,000 feet. The balloon landed about six miles off the coast in 47 feet of water, and recovery efforts for debris have since begun with the assistance of the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard. So just so you have an idea, 58,000 feet is 11 miles high. That's pretty high. That's higher than eight miles, miles high. high. We'll get DMCA'd. Okay. Yeah, that's that's up there. Yeah. That's yeah, up, there. up there. And the balloon was floating where? 65? 65,000 yeah, so that's 12, 12 miles. Wow. So F-50. I see balloons at 12 miles up. I mm. see balloons at 12 miles down. <laughs> F-15 Eagles flying from Barnes Air National Guard Base, not to be confused with Don Barnzini National <laughs> Guard Base. Massachusetts supported the F-22 as did tankers from multiple states, the Defense Department said. The Navy has deployed the destroyer USS Oscar Austin. There, yeah, I don't know who he is. The cruiser USS Philippine Sea and the USS Carter Hall, an amphibious landing ship, in support of the effort. So, it's a coordinated effort. They waited until it was uh, over the ocean. They say it was because they were concerned about human lives getting destroyed. But by they still took out a tuna fisherman. So. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor Charlie Tuna. Aw. Anyway, oh, wait, I have that. I have you that. do. I you do. have it live and in living color. There we go. <laughs> hey, speaking of sound effects, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new to our show, um, don't be shy. Join us in chat. We will, please, we will read your please. chats. You know, we, we would love to be as our, um, well, I don't want to say their competition because we're not even in the same league and I listen to them. But uh, we don't want to be low down, no good money grabbers. I would love to be low down, no good money grabbers, but there ain't any money to grab. So join our chat. We'll read it for free. <laughs> you can tip us on our website, counterculturewise.com. But, uh, hit like, 
hit share, hit subscribe, tell your enemies, tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your cat. They'll all listen. And, you know, spread the news because we're 100% supported by you. So thank you for being here. Also, if you're listening tonight, thank you for skipping the Grammys. The who? Yeah, the Grammys. <laughs> People are watching that? Oh, do you think know. they're going to watch it to see if anybody gets slapped? I would just love for Chris Rock to host the Oscars again this year. I don't know who's scheduled to host it, but I, just kind of sneaking awesome on stage yeah. looking every which way because... He he handled that so well. He did. You got to give him props for that. Anyway, I, if I were him, though, I would come out in like full football gear. Yeah, <laughs> or body or maybe armor. Maybe fencing. Yeah, fencing gear. Yeah. The um, I, the only thing I know so far going out the Grammys is the best country album went to Willie Nelson, which makes me happy. Oh, good for him! Isn't he he's like two hundred billion? Yeah, I was gonna say two hundred billion years old. Good for him. Yeah. The great thing about Willie Nelson is he always sounded like he was ninety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy for breaks. That was him originally? He wrote the song. I'll be darned. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. I'm crazy for crying. I'm crazy, crazy for, for DCMing. And I'm crazy mm. for loving you. Are you what? All right. Monkeys. Let's talk about, hey, hey, they're the Monkeys. Members of a Lancaster church led authorities to the home where two monkeys taken from the Dallas Zoo were found on Tuesday. Huh. The family who runs the church told the Dallas Morning News. Tanya Thomas, whose father is the pastor at the Family Center Church of God in Christ in Lancaster. Holy smokes, that's a long name. Said two Emperor Tamarin monkeys missing from the Dallas Zoo were found Tuesday evening inside their community house next door to the church after her family tipped off Dallas police. Okay, first of all, how do you steal a monkey? Come here, little minky. <laughs> Did you see minky? <laughs> she said police also found other animals inside the home, including birds, cats, and possibly chickens. Wait, possibly chickens? I, what does that even mean? I, I can't. I have no idea. The house is about twenty minutes from the Dallas Zoo. I was just shocked. Thomas said, "I didn't think somebody would go as far as to go to the Dallas Zoo and take monkeys and bring them to this location." Can I have a giraffe? You can have the metal one. I kind of want a real one. I kind of don't. <laughs> okay. Well, let me put it this way. I'm responsible for bringing this puppy home, and I'm responsible for a lot of the cleanup after said puppy. That's true. You get a giraffe, it's all you, babe. You have to, you beep, are responsible. Beep, beep. It's all you, babe. Yeah. It, We're it would very be, musical here. You, 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 would, you would have to be responsible for the cleanup. You'd be responsible for any damage it did to other vehicles or people or whatever. I would not be involved. I would, in fact, sign a contract saying I am absolved of, of, all, all, of all giraffe damage. Of all giraffe damage. <laughs> I still want a giraffe. Yeah, well. Although police haven't announced any arrests, the family's tip was a major development in the mystery at the Dallas Zoo that has deepened over the last several weeks. These monkeys are so cute. They kind of look like, what are those dogs with the mustaches? Um, some sort of terrier. Not Scotty's, the gray ones. I'm not sure. Some sort of terrier. Although police haven't announced any arrests, the family's tip was a major development in the mystery at the Dallas Zoo that has deepened over the last several weeks. It followed an unprecedented string of incidents, including 
other missing animals, torn enclosures, and the unusual death of an endangered vulture. Any time a vulture dies, an angel gets its wings. <clears throat> that kind of sounds like the vulture goes straight to heaven. It goes the other place. Uh, well, okay. You know... Seriously, though, how do you break into a zoo and steal monkeys? I mean, that's got to be the... Okay. Oh, my. Okay. The first incident took place January 13 when a four-year-old clouded leopard named Nova escaped from her enclosure after the mesh surrounding was cut. That doesn't sound like she escaped. That sounds like she was let out. Yes. She was found hours later near her habitat unharmed. Oh, good girl. She didn't go very far. The day after she escaped, officials revealed a similar cut was found on an enclosure of Langer monkeys, but all the Langers were in their habitat and accounted for because the Langers lingered. I got it. It's somewhere. I'm so slow. <laughs> It's its own joke now, but it's not like to get to the button. It's like the joke is the joke now. The joke's thing. Okay, uh, uh, come on, that was pretty good. <laughs> After uh, about a week later, a 35-year-old endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and zoo staff quickly declared it unusual. Because I was gonna say it was like PETA, mm -hmm. but why would they kill a vulture? After the zoo's veterinary team conducted a necropsy or animal autopsy, der. They said the bird was found with a, quote, wound, end quote, but declined to expand on their findings because of the ongoing investigation. Hmm. Zoo officials discovered the emperor tamarind monkeys, Bella and Finn, were unaccounted for in their habitat Monday morning and said it was immediately clear that the habitat had been intentionally compromised. Police said the habitat was cut. Why don't they have security? Well, I think that the if the uh, they need security, they need to have higher walls, bigger fences. I say you fences. just let the, the lions roam at night. Nobody will break in then. There's that. <laughs> and then you know, in the morning, you get a big old juicy steak and say, "Here, lion, lion, get him back in their enclosure," and you know, all the animals will be safe. Police said Tuesday evening they received a tip the monkeys might be in an abandoned home in Lancaster. And they found Bella and Finn there in a closet. Poor babies. Thomas said the home isn't abandoned. It belongs to their church, but was boarded up to prevent break-ins while they tried to raise funds to bring the house up to par. Thomas said her family suspected unusual activity at the community house just before Christmas. One Sunday when they went to attend services at their church, her family noticed the door to the community house, normally locked shut, was wide open. Her father, the pastor, walked over and heard music and other noises. Like, probably. Hey, hey, with a monk. Never mind. <laughs> they called police, but by the time the officers arrived, no one was inside the home. Because you know how quick cops are these days. Police found blankets where someone appeared to be sleeping, as well as canned goods. Um, animals were also inside the home, including chickens, pigeons, birds, and cats. I thought they were alleged or suspected chickens. They were like, well, they're, they're, they're under suspicion until they're proven chicken. 
I, I don't they know. They were pigeons, but they were trans chickens. So oh. so they had like extra feathers and, and went black oh, okay. instead of cuckoo. I see. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. Uh, the family said the house also has no electricity and was cold inside. And it was freezing all last week, so those poor critters. Yeah. Because tamarins are, are tropical. Mm-hmm. Authorities said animal control officers... Animal control officials cleaned out the house, and the family locked it back up. Thomas said they never saw anyone entering or leaving the community house, but the family suspected the first break-in may have been someone who lived in the area and visited the church before, based on, quote, his behavior when visiting our services and other events held at the church. She said he was a nice young man, but had acted off. And they didn't put off in scare quotes, so it's like he acted off. I've acted <laughs> I don't off even before. know what that means. <laughs> we didn't know for sure who it was. She said, we just knew someone had broken into the house and destroyed it and brought all these animals in there. Okay, this person is definitely off. It wasn't until Dallas police released a photo Tuesday of a man believed to have information about the missing monkeys from the zoo that the family pieced it together. The department shared surveillance image of a man and said detectives were looking to speak with him, but added that he is not a person of interest currently. Huh? Why not? And then they reiterated again Wednesday that he is not a person of interest. Nothing to see here. Look at the balloon! All right, this goes on for a while. Uh, You are welcome. We always save every single one of our articles on counterculturewise.com along with follow-up notes, whatnot. Of course, they're archived, so you get the original content. <laughs> I'm reading the sidebar. What do Texans do in a winter storm? Go to Bucky's. <laughs> yes, that is what we do. All right. All right. This is from our dogs, one of whom is going to be making a uh, her. This totally sounds like something she would her, do, her, too. Yeah. The dog it, even kind of looks like her, even though it's a completely different breed. The face well, it has is has that face like. What I do. What I do. What I do. What I do. A puppy was left with shattered bones after it jumped out of the window of a second floor flat. Poor puppers. Noodle, an Italian whippet, whippet good, and Greyhound Cross spotted... Oh, wow. That is a tough cross because both are neurotic. Yeah. Spotted his owner, Alfie Harrison, outside and became so happy to be reunited with his human that he jumped out of the window of Alfie's brother's home in Falmouth... Falling to the ground. So he's on the second floor when boom, crash, bang. Bang, ding, ow. The excitable mm-hmm. 11-month-old pup was rushed to an emergency vet for surgery where it was determined he had shattered bones in both of his front legs during the horrific fall. Uh, now, Alfie, a 24-year-old acup- aquaculture student, said, I was visiting my brother's university in Falmouth. What is an aquaculture? It's, you know... What 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 water what kind, is up what, to this week? What, what what coffee fish drink? I have no idea. <laughs> That's not even a do thing. They, do That's they like even engage in, in beatnik poetry? I have seen the faces of my fellow fishes, blank, <laughs> naked, screaming. Um, you know, from Alan Finsberg. Anyway, uh, rage, rage against the dying uh, of the salt water. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was visiting a, his, my brother at his university in Falmouth, and I asked him to watch Noodle while I went down to the car to get a few things. 
Um, he turned his back for a minute, and Noodle jumped onto a chair and looked out the window. I looked up and locked eyes with him, and the next minute he just jumped towards me. Whee! <laughs> there was a massive drive from the window of the car park, but he didn't realize that. He just saw me and wanted to be with me. That's sweet. Guy looks like Tim Pool with his little knit cap and... Aw. He does kind of, like a chubby Tim Pool. I just saw this gray blur falling down. Two minutes later, he hit the ground. I ran towards him, and he was making the most horrific that sounds. Guy, he's got two casts and a, a half cast on the back. and jeez. I could see his legs had snapped, and he was so much pain. <sighs> Quick thinking, Alfie, along with his brother and some helpful neighbors, managed to splint the dog's legs and rushed him to a vet. Aw, he's got his little bandages on. Aw. I'm such a sucker. Animal health practitioners told the distraught owner the noodle would need emergency surgery if the dog was going to have any chance of survival. Thankfully, vets managed to set noodle's bones and fit metal plates into each of his broken legs. But Alfie from Sterling Henderson... Now when he jumps out of windows, he goes... Only us old folks The six million dollar dog hadn't yet set up noodle's insurance was slapped with a whopping 8,000 pound bill. Yike. Yikes. After the expensive injury causing the owner serious financial issues. Alfie said, I have an autistic spectrum disorder. Noodle helps me so much with that and also my anxiety. He's such a massive part of my life and I just couldn't say no to the surgery. He's my best friend. Noodle spent several days in the veterinary hospital but has returned to his home in Sterling and is making an impressive recovery and not visiting the brother anymore. <laughs> yeah, I and receiving not. medication to help with his injuries every three hours. Aw. Such a sweet-looking dorgy. Dedicated owner Alfie borrowed some money from family members to pay the eye-watering vet fees and also sold some of his personal belongings to cover the costs. Mm, I've been there, buddy. I've been there. I think something like that, if you if he was to do a GoFundMe or something yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh, he'd probably break it in. Yeah. I think Puppers. I think that, that that's a situation that would call for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't really sure where to put this one. This is a kind of, this is why we can't have nice things that kind of turn into a weird and wonderful. So I'm not really sure where to put this one because it's kind of odd. So I've never heard of Sheets, S-H-E-U-T-Z before, but it's kind of like a 7-Eleven kind of thing. Is it? Yeah. Um for some reason, I thought that they actually sold sheets. No, like no, it's kind of like a it's a convenience thing. store, so it's ah, kind of okay. like a Seven Eleven type makes of sense. thing. Okay, so um, I, you know, I'm just going to read this. This kind of hits close to home. At the start of 2023, Rose found herself in a discussion with a manager at the Sheets store in Ohio, where she worked. The topic: her teeth. Rose said she had lost several of her teeth years earlier as a result of domestic abuse by an ex-spouse. Now she was asking for time off to have dental work done to consult a new denture, or I'm sorry, to construct a new denture. But Rose wasn't just getting the work done for her own sake, she said. A sheets company policy forbids employees from working with obvious missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth. Unrelated, boy, you know they're not in Britain. Unrelated. <laughs> oh. Oh. Unrelated to a disability and gives them 90 days to fix the issue. But does it give them dental? Hmm, curious. 
Rose said the manager asked her for a detailed timeline showing when the procedures would take place and how much they would cost. Rather than provide those details, Rose quit. At that point, to be honest, I didn't want to be there anymore, she told Insider. Rose asked that Insider not use her full name due to potential professional consequences. Yeah, they're going to fire you over your teeth. Criminy. Mm-hmm. Everybody here at the Counterculture Wife Studio would be scarred. Yep. Sheets told Insider that the manager was newly promoted and was handling this type of situation for the first time. As a result, this employee was provided inaccurate information, which our HR team has since resolved by speaking with this employee directly earlier this week. I'm glad they're still calling her an employee. Sheets PR manager Nick Ruffner told Insider in a statement on Friday. Sheets also told Insider that it asked for a detailed treatment plan to, quote, determine which of our assistance programs may apply to the situation, end quote. Uh-huh. Insider spoke with three former employees with knowledge of Sheets' teeth policy. The policy applies to current employees and also prohibits hiring workers with visible dental issues. Wow. Pro- I'm going to read that again. Prohibits hiring workers with visible dental issues. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're very qualified, but... There's spinach in your teeth. <laughs> she said it would review the policy following an insider inquiry earlier this month. Some workers said the policy was unevenly enforced. Rose told Insider that a different manager who hired her had forgotten about the rule until she asked for time off. He said, technically, I shouldn't have ever hired you in the first place. Wow. Okay, this goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk to several out of their employees about what's called the smile policy. But here's an update. Believe it or not, there was an itty bitty bit of um, backlash. Yeah, <laughs> this went out. The Altoona-based Sheets says it has discontinued its controversial smile policy that said people with visible dental issues would not be hired. So after Business Insider reported that the employee handbook says applicants with obvious missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth unrelated to disability are not qualified for employment with sheets, well, they kind of got in a little teeny tiny bit of trouble. And now they're pulling it back. So, of course, there's a whole bunch of lawyers speak. Our culture has always been centered on respect and putting our employees blah, in there. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, effective immediately, this policy is discontinued. So, um, hopefully, this lovely lady, Rose, not only gets her teeth fixed, but gets a better job with a different company. <laughs> Okay. This one's just for you, boo-boo. Yes, it certainly is. Uh. <laughs> Sounds like Aaliyah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to introduce her shortly. <laughs> anyway, Clemson men's basketball star Brevin Galloway has turned a horrifying injury into a huge boon for his wallet, scoring a big NIL deal after he severely hurt his testes last week. Yee. Men's underwear company Shinesty announced Thursday they signed the senior guard to a pack that promises to pay him some cash and give him a whole bunch of undies. 
after he suffered his testicular torsion injury. Sorry, that sounded like Brian Stelter. <laughs> that he hilariously... Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to read this as it's written. No offense intended. After he suffered a testicular torsion injury that he hilariously described in a social media video as his balls exploding. Mm-hmm. Galloway explained in the deal's announcement that he believed the ailment happened because he was wearing loose boxers, but now he says he's con- confident his new shinesty ball hammock pouch gear... That's what it's called, ball hammock. We'll keep him and his baby makers safe and sound going forward. Now I can focus on dropping threes, he said, since I know ball hammocks won't drop my twos. Okay, that was that, that was, was funny. funny. That was, that was funny, props, right? Props to the author. In the company's announcement, Shasti officials says Galloway's recovering from surgery and I shall return to the court later this month. 25-year-old who's managed 10.6 points and 2.5 assists per game this season. That's not bad has missed the last two games while recovering from the whole ordeal. Well, he'll be dribbling his balls off soon. Hey. <laughs> okay, I I got to read this tweet because I died laughing. Um, <laughs> so Carpe Donctum if you're unfamiliar, is a meme smith. He's He really got famous during the Trump years. He's funny as heck. He got banned off oh, of... Oh, he got banned off of everything. Everything he, for a long time. I believe he's the one who did the... Uh, Nazi saluting dog? No, no, no. That, no, that wasn't that's, it? That's... Um, that was somebody else. Yeah, that that's a, a Scottish dude. Now I can't think of his name. I thought that was Carpe Donctum. No, no, no. Carpe Donctum is the the guy who did the, when Trump was in wrestling and he did the SmackDown. Oh, okay. He put the CNN and everything. He was the one who did that? Yeah, he's the one who did that. All right, that was brilliant. (laughs) I hate it when I can't think of somebody's name because now I can't think of the other dude's name. Anyway, (laughs) darn it, darn you. Anyway, he's really, really funny and great with the memes. Anyways, he just tweeted out, this innocuous, you know, engagement type tweet that says, Describe the plot of Castaway in one sentence, wrong answers only. And just some rando on Twitter answered, FedEx never delivered my volleyball. <laughs> he got a lot of likes, a lot of engagement, but he got a particular reply mm-hmm. from the official FedEx Help <laughs> Twitter account. Unbelievable. Hi. Username. This is Michelle. My apologies for this inconvenience you have experienced. Please provide your full name, delivery address, tracking number, phone number, and email address in order for me to look into this. Thank you. And I had to reply, oh my god, this is the funniest tweet in the history of ever. The mere fact that FedEx official. Folks are like, oh my god, I just died. I just died. Ah. And gotta I wanna, love, I wanna, gotta love the bots. Gotta love the bots. <laughs> I, I want to apologize by getting um, Count Dankula and Count Carpe Dankula Donka. and Carpe. Thank you. I could not think of his name. Those CDs. And, and a couple and of Carpe CDs. Donka. I got mixed up. Oh yeah, up here. Carpe Donkum, Count Dankula. Okay, so, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Oh, they thanks, were, honey. They were, they were both CDs. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what to make of this. Um, this headline. It's the weirdest thing. Stepladder mistaken for new McDonald's <laughs> at Milton Keynes Shopping Center. The resident said they were taking the steps 
the steps, ha ha, uh, to deal with this. Another, this is full place. of it. This, this one yeah. could have been written by one of our listeners, Dave. Okay, there's a photograph of the step ladder, and it's it's traditional yellow step ladder turned slightly it diagonally. It does look like the golden arches. So it does look from like the distance. golden arches from a yeah. distance, right? A resident caused a stir on social media last night after posting an image of what looks like a famous fast food brand logo in a Milton Keynes shopping center. The post captioned, "Just what we need in the new bid." Another McDonald's. Who's as angry as I am? Showed what looks like a McDonald's sign, Midsummer Place. Where work is currently angry taking over McDonald's. I mean, of all the things you could get angry about, uh, you know, it's the commercialization. It's usually the the beginning of the end of a town. Like, well, never mind. Bars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we as we've made clear, we live in a small central Texas town, and they opened a brand stinking new Mickey D's. I'm the sure, only other I'm the sure. only other fast food places they've had up until now is uh, Subway and Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I'm sure any moment now we're going to get a Walmart and then it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. It's down There's already now. three of them within... Why can't we have a Trader Joe's? I want a Trader Joe's. All right. Yeah. Bunch of left-wing yahoos. Anyway. <laughs> um, where work is currently taking place to give the shopping center a makeover. The post quickly gained attention with residents rushing to the comments to respond to the image. One resident said, on closer inspection, you better take... Steps to resolve ah, that. Wah, wah. Another joining the joke saying that we'll have the McLadder meal and the chicken McSteps without the mayo, please. <laughs> Lol, you had me for a split second. Someone else commented. The poster responded to comments saying, quick update for anyone who's as angry as I am. I've taken the steps to get this sorted. I've gone to the very top about this and tried mm-hmm. to phone McDonald's head office, but it just rung and rung. Rung and rung. <laughs> Nicely done. Cute. One resident then replied, make sure you have someone at the bottom to support you. MKFM confirmed confirm the image was, in fact, of a ladder. That is hilarious. That that was pretty funny. All right. Uh, this is a not Florida man story. This is a Florida couple story. Oh. And this is fascinating. Here comes the Florida couple. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this word. A weahichka? Weahichka couple in Gulf County stumbled across two preserved boats with a structure consistent with logging boats made in the 19th century. Huh. The Cypress fishing camps at Dead Lakes in, here's the word again, Weewahichka, were a popular site for fishing and logging in the 1800s up until the 1960s. The vessels were used to weave their way through the thick brush and trees of the lake to fish and bring logs to the surface. Local resident Brandy Hill and her boyfriend were out for a walk through the swamp area near their home just above Dead Lakes. I would not like to live in a place called Dead Lakes. Am I weird? No, not at all. Looking for old glass bottles, they both literally stumbled upon a piece of history sticking out of the water. They decided to dig it up. Little did they know they would be part of unearthing a piece of what was once a huge way of life. The couple said they were amazed at what they saw and quickly became invested in getting the old boats to dry land. We invested so much time into this. Every single day we came down here and checked on these boats. I mean, this was a job. I mean, it was a really, really big job. It was hard work. Every day we dug and we dug and we dug and we dug. Do you think they dug? They might have dug. They might have dug. 
Once the boat was on the dry surface, Hill and her boyfriend began finding more old pieces, including a row and nails with square heads, nails that were made and used from the 1700s until around 1830. There was even a blue hue from what was assumed to be painted still preserved. Wow. The two spent nearly one month uncovering the two boats. Hill said she hopes to see the boats in a facility where they can be restored. The exact type of boats is still unknown, but the shape and tools used tell her that they were at least a century old. The couple said they want to find a historical society or an organization that can take the boat somewhere that they are shown to the community and allows residents of Gulf County to see. That's fascinating. That is really cool. All right. Every morning, 21-year-old Jordan Moore wakes up and goes to work at her T-shirt company. Something her mom says is nothing short of a miracle. Jordan Moore was born with autism and verbal apraxia and did not speak until she was over six years old. Her mom, Jackie Moore, told CBS that it's been amazing to watch her grow. If you listen to a video of her, you will quickly notice that her speech is not typical speech, Jackie Moore said. She has a very deep voice. She struggles to put her thoughts into words, but she did not speak until she was over the age of six. So when we hear her now, it's amazing how much she's able to say. With therapy, Jordan Moore learned how to form words and sentences, and throughout her childhood, she continued to overcome challenges. As she approached high school graduation, her parents saw another hurdle on the horizon. We just kept finding there was so little opportunity for an individual like her when she got out of school, her mom said, and it was really keeping my husband and I up at night. Like, what was she going to do? She explained that in Georgia, where they live, her daughter could stay in high school until she was 22. So as a parent, you have relied on the school bus coming and picking up your kid every day since they were little, and then suddenly with a birthday and the blink of an eye, it all stops. She wanted a meaningful life for a child, but worried what jobs she could get. So about five years ago, they started Jordan's Summer Shirt Project, a way for Jordan Moore to start working during the summer while also teaching, teaching her new skills. The photo of the family, very cute family. That first summer, they set a goal to sell just 40 shirts, all with the same simple message, message be kind to everyone. I wanted our whole idea to have a greater meaning, and that's what led me to the idea of kindness, Jackie Moore said. I originally started thinking of getting the world to be kinder to individuals with disabilities, but when I thought about it more, I was like, you know what? The world needs to be kinder to everyone. Mm -hmm. She was nervous that the shirts wouldn't sell, but word spread on social media. I love the shirts. I want to buy one. It is a cool-looking shirt. Well, both of them. There's two different kinds. There's a men's and women's. And I would like to get one. So let's see if we can. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Thought of Jordan being able to independently. Wait, wait a second. I got I got, got ahead of myself. She was nervous the shirts wouldn't sell, but word spread on social media, and they received hundreds of orders. And Jordan Moore was learning how to work at her family company, rolling up T-shirts, packing them with a note, and shipping them out. Aww. The thought of Jordan being able to independently roll a t-shirt and add a wristband to it without any help seemed like an extremely lofty goal, her mother said. At that time, she was struggling to do much of anything independently. So when you're thinking about that, how was she going to find yeah. a job? Jackie Moore said the family set out with the goal of helping the then-teenager do the best she could. With practice, she got better and better at her tasks for the t-shirt company. And when she graduated high school in May, she had the company waiting for her. 
No longer a summer shirt project. It is now Jordan oh. Moore's full-time job. So if you're worried about them finding a job, make them one. That is so awesome. The Moores recently moved into a larger warehouse in Cumming, Georgia. All right. They have several employees who work alongside Jordan, and customers in all 50 states have purchased the shirts. The company has also amassed a fan base on TikTok with more than 2 million followers enjoying a behind-the-scenes look at the operation. Jordan went from people maybe not engaging with her because they didn't know what to say to her to suddenly being at the grocery store and anywhere she goes and people are like, there's Jordan from TikTok, and she just kind of glows, Jackie Moore It's good that she likes that attention because a lot of autism kids Try to avoid do it not like at all that, costs. Yeah. Jackie Moore said her daughter previously lived a life of talking only about her struggles. Now that she has a family business, people talk about what she can do. That makes a huge difference. It was such an eye-opener for me that I think everybody wants to be seen for their positive aspects, Jackie Moore said. Well, it's not obvious to everybody. So often we forget that about individuals with disabilities. Her advice to other parents of children with autism is to start at home, working with them on small tasks like setting the table and loading the dishwasher. What we have to do is get our kids to be able to do things independently. And the more they can do independently at home, the more options they might have outside of the home. Mm -hmm. She said she created the company with Jordan Moore just so her daughter would have a job, but they got so much more out of it. She's happier. She's confident. You just look at her and everything about her has changed. She said, I think our story shows never give up. That is some good parenting right there, I'll tell you what. outstanding parenting. And during during our commercial break, I'm going to find out where you can get these shirts. Yeah. See if we can invite them on the show. Well, speaking of those who are on the spectrum, we we have a spectrum doggy. <laughs> we sure do. Um, and you know she hasn't really had a voice yet because she was just a puppy and didn't really know how to talk. And even though we anthropomorphize all our pets, and Percy's in here because she's getting excited because she had a part in this as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what do you think? Time to go. We have something special for you tonight. We are introducing one of our puppies to the show. Let's hear it for Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Aaliyah? Oh, hi. My name is Aaliyah, and I am a puppy. We already told him that, sweetie. I did? Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm Aaliyah, and this is my first time on the show. It's my pleasure to introduce a new song by J-Mo and Maximilian featuring Fritzy. That's Fritzy, honey. Oh, yeah. It's just that she seems so frightened of me. I'm happy I get to sing on the song. It's called... Aaliyah? Aaliyah? Oh, no. Her brain froze again. Boom, boom. Oh, oh, good. She's back. So what are my words again? You just said them. I did? Yes. Can you tell me what they were again? Boom, boom. 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 You got it. I've got what? (sighs) We're just going to have to roll with it. (sighs) Here's J-Mo and Maximilian featuring Lil Fritz with... Boom, boom. Yep. Boom, boom. (laughs) 
They say that anyone can rap. Boom, boom. But that's just a load of crap. Boom, boom. You gotta keep it on the beat. Boom, boom. Or you'll go down in defeat. Boom, boom. I had the rhythm in the womb. Boom, boom. boom. Gonna take it to my tomb. Boom, boom. And every moment in between, boom, boom. I always keep my rhythm clean. Boom, boom. You say my rapping isn't right. Boom, boom. Cause I'm wrinkled, old, and white. Boom, boom. But I ain't looking for a fight. Boom, boom. Just gonna rock into the night. Boom, boom. And I ain't doing it alone. Boom, boom. Got a compadre of my own. Boom, boom. Not gonna sit back and relax. Boom, boom. Gonna pass that mic to Max. Boom, boom. They say that anyone can rhyme. Boom, boom. And they can do it all the time. Boom, boom. Well, I know I'm just a cat. Boom, boom. But I'm here to tell you that boom, boom. it's not as easy as it sounds. Boom, boom. And the stupidity abounds. Boom, boom. When people try to say a poem, they should just pack up and go home. And I most heartily concur from the bottom of my fur. And all of you probably agree, there's no one rhymier than me. Now I'm going to pass the mic to someone that you really like. She's going to blow your mind to bits. Here she is, it's Little Fritz. Hey everybody, it's me. I'm as happy as can be. I like to sing and like to dance. Every time I get the chance, I cannot drive in a daddy, but I can cuddle with my daddy, or I can cuddle with my mama. Tell you, Catalina's a bum. I like to sit in the sun. I like to purr at everyone and warm up daddy's feet and feet. And of course, I like to eat. I like to eat baked potatoes, tomatoes, frittatas, enchiladas, salads, and soups, and a bowl of fruit loops, spaghetti, salami, jello, pastrami, bologna, minestrone, applesauce, and pepperoni. Anything from Applebee's, anything from Tasty Freeze, anything from Decatur, and of course, I love cheese. Well, listen up, my foes and friends. Boom, boom. We're really getting near the end. Boom, boom. I'm just here to spread the love boom, boom. with the help of God above. Boom, boom. You say my rapping isn't right because I'm wrinkled, old, and white. Boom, boom. But I ain't looking for a fight. Boom, boom. I'm just going to say good night. Well, she did finally get her lines. <laughs> she got it. That's, well, that was little Aaliyah. Yeah. It was not so little, but, you know. Not so little anymore, but yeah. not that big either. She's still kind of little. Yeah. 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 Still a puppy, technically, but I think she's reached full size as far as body. Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty much where she is, which is, you know, nice doggy size. Huh? Perfect body. I mean, yeah. Like 45 pounds, give or take. Yeah. yeah. Perfect yeah. doggy size. Well, before we head on into our mid-reel, pay some bills, let's check in with Chuck. And now, CCW News presents, holy crap, this is actually happening. Security Risk Edition, end of January 2023. 
I'm Chuck Ufarley. The big news this week is the murder charges against the five street thugs, or what Memphis calls cops, that brutally beat a man to death over a traffic stop. The horrific body cam footage was quickly scheduled for release and advertised on all legacy media as if it were the newest Avatar movie. Every outlet breathlessly reported that the beating was worse than the Rodney King incident, but better PR because the victim actually died this time. The five police officers and the victim were all black, thus the crime is being tagged by leftists as a white supremacist hate crime, which is somehow Trump's fault. After years of demanding more diversity hires and defunding of the police, domestic terrorists nationwide have been burning, looting, and murdering to protest everything that they asked for. Adam Schiff, who was kicked off the National Security Committee because he's a proven pathological liar and national security risk, immediately turned to Chinese propaganda mill TikTok to vent his frustration, because that didn't prove the point or anything. Speaking of red flags, several court filings managed to finally get one angle of the body cam footage of the attack on Paul Pelosi released. He was indeed in his underwear and holding a cocktail. The drinking kind, not the grinder kind. Even when getting struck with a hammer, Pelosi tenaciously held onto his drink just like Jussie Smollett tenaciously held onto his hoagie. The eating kind, not the grinder kind. Since Pelosi was already hammered, the blow to his head was a double whammy. If you didn't already cancel your Netflix account for their support of child porn, you might get booted off anyway. The paid streaming service, which still forces commercial breaks in every show, will be banning nearly 100,000 users and disabling password sharing, even within families. This move is an answer to their near $10 billion loss in 2022, which they tried fixing by raising rates and pushing unwatchable content even more than before. So keep in mind that the next time you want to Netflix and chill, you may only get the chill part. Speaking of kid diddlers, lefties are defending a preschool teacher for filming porn in her classroom's bathroom for her OnlyFans. I swear, I am not making this up. It turns out liberals believe that teachers selling their bodies online is somehow empowering and not at all exploitative or creepy. After insulting their customers by changing their spokes candies to woke candies with hideous footwear, there was so much pushback that Eminem Mars quadrupled down and has temporarily gotten rid of them altogether. In a desperate move to prove just how much they truly hate half their customers, they've brought on unfunny former SNL cast member Maya Rudolph and will be changing the candy's name to Ma and Yaw for the Super Bowl. They even put her face on the green ones. Loyal fans who take themselves far too seriously have started a petition on change.org to get the candies back. I swear, I am not making this up. Project Veritas got footage from a Pfizer exec bragging about their role in gain-of-function experiments with viruses which they would then inject into monkeys in order to spread it worldwide so they could make more money with their magical cures. Of course, we already knew they were doing this with China's help and Fauci's financing. When confronted, the prideful suspect declared he was only lying on a third date, locked the doors, and proceeded to attack the camera crew like a manufactured virus-infected test monkey would do. After years of vegans pushing their insane lifestyle on everyone, studies now show that we shouldn't eat plants because they have a certain level of intelligence. I swear, I am not making this up. The pro-plant regime says we should only eat the parts of plants that they have given up willfully, like fallen apples, and are demanding vegetable rights. Seriously, I am not making this up. Luckily, they have the poster child for vegetable rights already installed in the White House. For CCW News, this has been holy crap. This is actually happening. I'm Chuck U. Farley. Good night, and may God help us.
I get it. Your parents were jerks and you're traumatized. But that doesn't mean you should use your lousy childhood as an excuse to be a lousy adult. Stop being such a whiner and get past your past already. Bye, get over it and get started. The book by Melanie Hope that will get you out of your self-imposed failure and on the road to greatness. Available in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. In a land filled with deception, corruption, and the slow but steady erosion of constitutional freedom, one jackass, a uh, Democrat, stands head and shoulders above the rest. Coming soon to a state near you, Robert Francis O'Rourke is the Mexican. That's Beto. I mean, uh... <clears throat> That's Beto to you, senor. He is unafraid to show his true colors, whatever they are at a given moment. For too many years, rich white men have run this country. Vote for me, and I promise I will... Now wait a dang minute. Ain't you a rich white man? Uh, <clears throat> you must have mistaken me with some gringo, senor. Unafraid to tackle the numbers, even when they don't add up. Well, Max, if we do not change our consumerist, wasteful habits, life as we know it will come to an end in ten years. But good sir, this timeline is being debunked by the very scientists who believe in climate change. Well, uh, <clears throat> are you saying I am telling a lie? That is very racist of you. Unafraid to tackle you. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and AK-47s. But sir, how are you going to confiscate millions of firearms without due process and without straining government resources? Well, uh, Trump's border policy is tearing families apart and white people like you think it's all right. Shame on you, gringo. Fear has a new name, and so does Robert Francis O'Rourke, the Mexican, coming soon to a Democratic debate near you. Leaders, listen up. Do you feel like you can't get a dang thing done because of all the namsy-pamsy crybabies that want you to coddle their creativity? When you give orders, are you met with vacant stares only rivaled by a cocker spaniel? It's not them. It's you. You need to shape up or they'll ship you out. Read the Sniper's Guide to Leadership and you'll become a more effective leader, communicator, and motivator. Forget smart goals and learn swift goals. Get the Sniper's Guide to Leadership in paperback, Kindle, and Nook. Today! This show is brought to you in part by Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream. Pelosi Ice Cream is as yummy as being third in line for the presidency and as cold as one of Nancy's glares. Try all of the great flavors in our lineup. Left-wing lime, power-mad praline, loose denture licorice, vodka on the rocky road, bad orange man sherbet, blowout berry, and our brand new taste combo sensation, in peach mint. Whether you store it in your $25,000 freezer or lug it in your cooler as you walk aimlessly down Lombard Street while trying to avoid human feces, you'll love Pelosi Gourmet Ice Cream, available at an overpriced upscale grocery store near you. Try. 
traveling shouldn't be a bore. It should be a chore. And at Dispirited Airlines, we will give you a fully modern flying experience that even the TSA envies. To keep our super low fares in the gutter, you can fully customize your experience by paying for endless extras. Carry on? No problem. We charge by the ounce for our convenience. Checked bags? No problem. <laughs> we don't check anything. Seat? You can't fly without one or the fee that comes with it. Air masks? Window shades? Vents? All yours for the asking and a low fee just below your ticket price. Pillow? Peanuts or water? 1950 called and wants its expectations back. You won't find such nonsense on Dispirited. We are a modern airline. As soon as you clean up after the previous occupant, you'll enjoy all the modern conveniences of a storage pocket and, on flights over two hours, a free reading light. Upgrade to our super deluxe seating package that includes cushions and armrests and is even bolted to the fuselage for your added safety. Another hallmark of our airline is our truly unique approach to customer service, meaning we don't offer any. At Dispirited, we treat you just like family. Get a truly 21st century family experience from our dour, ticked off, overworked and underpaid flight attendants, counter agents and flight crews. We might even start arguing with you and asking about your failed marriage, your dead end job or your weight. Just to remind you why you have to fly Dispirited in the first place, you cheap loser. For a travel experience you'll never forget, although Lord knows you will try, call us today at 1-800-DISPIRITED or book online at pleaseforthelovegoddon'tcancelmyflightagain.com. Dispirited Airlines, third world service with first world fees. everybody. This is Fritzina Fluffybottom. Did you know that we have a subscribe star? We do! There are lots of fabulous extra things on there that you can't get anywhere else, like outtakes, new books, and extra videos. And you can sign up for as little as one dollar. Our entire show is funded by you, our loyal viewers. Please make sure you sign up today so that mommy and daddy can get me shiny new bells for my collar, extra feathery toys, yummy crumbly cat food bowls made just for kitty cats, more cow pillows for my couch, name brand albacore tuna, my own pink Now, see, that's why we can't have nice things. This first one is a doozy. <laughs> wow. You want to take it? Yeah, I'll go ahead and take it. Now, this is... the headline's a little misleading. It's oh. not as bad as it sounds, but it's still pretty bad. All right. <clears throat> Two parents who refused to buy a, t a separate plane ticket for their baby boy... Uh, I got this. Hold on a second. Okay. Two parents who refused to buy a separate plane ticket for their baby boy left the infant behind at a check-in desk in Israel. Wow. Yeah. Intending to fly Ryanair with their child, the parents were asked by staff to pay for a ticket for the baby yesterday, according to the Israeli news outlet Mako. This sparked a scuffle at Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv, with the parents refusing to play 
pay for a boarding pass for their baby for the flight to Brussels. It does seem silly to have to pay for a baby that's going to sit in your lap. Yeah. According to Ryanair, people traveling with an infant can either pay around 25 pounds for a lap seat. What is a lap or, seat? I have no and idea. What, uh, seriously, what the hell is that? Or can buy just a, another stupid fee. Or can buy a separate seat for the child at a standard adult fair. So the Belgian passport holders reportedly left their child behind to check in in the baby stroller and sprinted to passport yeah. control. <laughs> okay, so that's where I went sideways. Airport staff noticed the abandoned child and called the police who found the parents and brought them in for questioning. Footage obtained by Mako shows shocked check-in workers moving a blanket off a baby car seat to see the infant inside. Seriously, who leaves their baby behind? Just to prove a point. Uh, the Ryanair's desk manager said all the workers were in shock. We'd never seen anything like this. We couldn't believe what we were seeing. State aviation officials told Mako the couple appeared anxious to get through security with or without their baby. The couple arrived late for the flight. The flight's check-in counters had closed, Israel Airports Authority said. The couple left the basket with the baby and wanted to board towards the security check-in Terminal 1 to get their de- to their departure gate. The authority said that a shift manager for QAS, which handles services at Ben-Gurion, took the couple back to the flight counters to take the baby and call the police and the security guard. Okay, so now I'm kind of begging the question, is this their baby? <laughs> this is well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh I mean the way people are hucking children over our border kind of makes yeah. you wonder is was it their baby? Ryanair said in a statement to Metro, these passengers traveling Tel Aviv to Brussels presented a check-in without a booking for their infant. They then proceeded to security, leaving the infant behind a check-in. The check-in agent Ben Gurion Airport contacted an airport security who retrieved these passengers, and this is now a matter for local police. Well, it doesn't say much about what's going to happen. Well, hopefully we'll hear something more about how these parents were justly punished for their serious, I'm serious lapse in judgment. curious to see if they really are the parents, though. I think you're just too, you might be just a bit too caught up in the thing going on between Mexico and here, but I don't know. You could be right. They might not be. They might be child smugglers into Belgium. I don't even know if it's a thing in, in Belgium. see if there's a Biden stamp on its diaper. Ouch. <laughs> All right. I don't know what happened with Puxa 20 Phil, but apparently Holtzville, Hal, and Malvern Mel uh, disagreed with whether we're going to have more winter. So Holtzville, Hal, and Malvern Mel delivered conflicting Groundhog Day predictions for the second year in a row. Darn that global warming! Ugh! <laughs> Hal saw his shadow, meaning six more weeks of winter, according to folklore, while Mel did not see his shadow, suggesting that spring-like weather will arrive sooner. Well, I don't know if we have groundhogs here, but we definitely saw our shadow. Or did not see our shadow. And I don't get it. It seems to me that if you see your shadow, that would mean the sun's out, which means that spring's on the way. Yeah. But it's the other way around. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. All right. Upon looking for a shadow, it could not be seen. Malvern Village Mayor Keith Corbett said Tuesday to cheers as polka music began playing. Oomda, 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 oomda. I hereby announce this will be an early spring. As for the nation's most famous groundhog, Puxatwani Phil, he did see a shadow. 
It has a 40% accuracy rate for the 10-year span preceding 2017. That's not a very good accuracy rate. Not impressed. Yeah. Why is it still a thing? <laughs> okay. It's just a lot of fun. And that's according to the National Oceanography NOAA, basically. Yeah. Satin Lion Chuck joined Melon bucking Phil's prediction. Buffalo Burt agreed with Phil. I always thought Buffalo there was one ground groundhog, not not ninety seven. Yeah, I think every corrupt groundhog... princess and, and... <laughs> later on Thursday, Alan McButterpants must be a relative of Fritzy Fluffybottom made his debut with an early spring prediction at the Evelyn Alexander Wildlife Rescue Center in Hampton Bays, and Sam Champion, formerly known as Quico Quigley. Q, how do you say that? Quo Q? Quo Q? Why would you have a great name like Quo Q quickly and change it to Sam Champion? <laughs> Made a return under a new name to forecast six more weeks of winter. The predictions come amid a mild, mostly snow-free winter, as the National Weather Service warns of dangerously cold weather, with wind chills potentially as low as negative 25. Good lord. Did you mute that? I didn't mute that, though. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, Here at Counterculture Wise, we are nothing if not from <laughs> professional. Yeah. So there's a video link here. I don't, there's, I don't see an accompanying article. It's just a video. It's oh. A, um, could you explain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the link to the purple M&M's great debut. And, of course, um, Chuck reported on the Ma and Ya nonsense. So this is part of the new woke Eminem thing. And the reason I just put the video link in there is because the video's awful. It's basically some empowering, I gotta be me, I'm perfect as can be, and everybody's encouraging her, and she's basically a purple I remember pride. when those commercials just used to be entertaining. I mean... Yeah, so she's basically a supposedly peanut... Eminem that's wearing looks like hiking boots or something. I don't know. She's as hideous as they made all the rest of them. Anyway, it's the comments. It's the comment section that I ah, wanted to talk about. Okay. Someone actually wrote a script for this and it got greenlit. <laughs> and then, of course, they made fun of this guy. People make hundreds of thousands doing commercials like this. What did you do? Being mad at peanuts. I think this is a bunch Then they of... start whining about capitalism and wah, wah, wah. And it's really... Um, they stole it from Babylon V but reversed the nut parts. And Babylon B, the purple M&M, had a total nut removal and they did a female with nuts here instead. LMAO, the far left literally are the meme nowadays. <laughs> and of course people are like, did anybody ask for this? Left, right, anybody? <laughs> and it goes back and forth. But some of them are really good. All right, let's... Um, wait, hold on. Oh. Arg, when purple M&M said it's purpling time, then proceeded to purp all over the other M&Ms, that's when purple <coughs> M&Ms became the most candy ever. When purple M&M said life is like a box of M&Ms, do you know what... You never know what you're going to get. I cried. Now, keep in mind, none of these actually happen in the commercial. Right. So people... It's basically like an Amazon review where people just start riffing off each other. Yeah. So it gets funnier. The scene where Purple slowed down time and dodged the bullets had me on the edge of my seat. Wow, truly amazing. When Purple yelled, open the gates, and the gates opened, I cried. One of the moments of all time. 
2.9 thousand likes to 22 thousand dislikes at present. Otherwise, Mr. Plant Man nailed his bit like a pro. So there's this gay guy who's dressed like a plant. Right. And he's the only funny thing in the entire video. <laughs> the joke at the end was so hilarious, my brother started falling on the floor and doing the worm backwards when his mouth was frothing white. My dog joined in, and now thank you, M&M's, for this absolute masterpiece. <laughs> when Purple said it's purple in time, it truly made me cry, and I'm glad that purple is considered one of the candies of all time. It only took them 20 years to follow through with the proposed purple M&M. She has hidden talent. Let's keep it hidden. When purple M&M said, you're a wizard, Harry, I had tears in my eyes. So stunning and brave. Ten out of ten. The ending was so funny, I fell out of my chair, started foaming at the mouth and convulsing on the floor. That one's been done. Yeah. I love being purple, Patrick Starr. It was absolutely incredible when the purple M&M said it's purple in time and purple all over the place. Truly inspiring. That one gets said a lot. Luke. Give it time. The character will be on a brand new product in the next year, so they'll have a lot of time to develop her more. I wondered about new M&M girl character, and now I'm already in love with her and her gorgeous purple self. So there's pro and con. Sure, sure. Um, Finally, finally, purple M&M is back. Now Rainbow can be complete. How is this going to sell more M&M's? M&M's? <laughs> the funny thing is, she's not going to be herself. She's going to be whatever focus groups and a big corporation says she's going to be. And it goes on and on and on. It's, uh, some of the comments are hilarious. Anyways, I thought that would be fun to, to rip off of. <laughs> you haven't seen the commercial. You should have watched it, though. It's, it's really, I, will, I will watch it's it. It's really bad. I'm like, sure it really is. really bad. Is this the upcoming one for the... Uh... No, this is purple M&M. This isn't what, the... When they introduce purple. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to a fine country I once visited and loved dearly. Mm. A handful of unhygienic pranks at sushi conveyor belt restaurants in Japan has sparked stop slumps, stock slumps, venue overhauls, and legal action, along with furious social media commentary. Several videos dubbed Sushi Terrorism have emerged on social media, including Twitter and TikTok, in recent days, some of them apparently weeks or even years old. In one, viewed nearly 40 million times on Twitter, an apparently teenage customer licks the top of a communal soy sauce bottle and the rim of a teacup he then places back on a shelf before licking his finger and touching a piece of sushi as it goes past on the belt. Yucky poo. Yo, icky poo. That video... Filmed at a branch of the Sushiro chain. Bratty American brats did that. Now they're doing it in Japan. I thought Japan was better than that. The video, filmed at a branch of the Sushiro chain in the central Japanese city of Gifu, prompted stocks in the restaurant's parent company to plunge nearly 5% Tuesday. Other videos emerged showing customers at different chains putting wasabi on passing pieces of sushi or licking the spoon in a communal green tea powder container. Do people have no... Japanese are becoming American. What are they I mean, doing? Don't do that. What the hell? Though the incidents appear to be confined to just a few videos, they've caused an uproar in Japan, a country with famously high standards of cleanliness. This is sickening, one Japanese Twitter user wrote in response to the writing, I can't go to conveyor sushi belts or conveyor belt sushi restaurants anymore. In a statement, Sushiro said the team behind the viral video had apologized along with his parents, but that the firm had filed a formal, co- formal police complaint. 
as the company will continue to respond firmly with both criminal and civil cases, it said. It said all the soy sauce bottles at the affected store had been replaced and all the cups cleaned and announced new restaurant policies. At the Gifu branch and others nearby, customers will now take utensils and condiments to their table from a serving point, and nationwide, diners will be able to request disinfected tableware. Two other affected chains, Hamasushi and Kurasushi, have also said they plan to take legal action, with the latter planning to install cameras above conveyor belts to monitor customers, Gigi Press Agency reported. In Tokyo, 20-year-old musician Luna Watanabe said she was appalled by the videos. That is a made-up name. No. Luna Watanabe? Mm, no, it's real. The only thing that would make it better is if it was Luna Watanabe's. And with that, let's continue. <laughs> Omo Tanashi, which means hospitality, is an important selling point in Japan, so I think it's unforgivable, she told AFPN. It's unforgivable Tokyo's anywhere. That's upscale disgusting. Upscale industry, harmful you to know, customers and employers. You know, in the days of COVID, you, could, you should charge these people with attempted murder, literally. But others largely shrugged off the incident, including Tetsuya Hameda, a photographer. As far as I'm concerned, it will happen once. That doesn't mean it happens all the time, he said. It's not a problem. On the contrary, there will now be fewer people waiting in line, so I won't need to make a reservation anymore to go and eat, even on the weekend. On line two, after the initial outcry, there was something of a wave of support for the affected companies, with some tweeting their backing under the hashtag SaveSushiro. I've always wanted us to go to Sushiro, but haven't been able to because it's always crowded, Japanese singer Yuya Tagoshi tweeted. But the situation now is in the absolute worst for them, so I'm definitely going in to visit. Sushiro president... Kohine said on Twitter he had been overwhelmed by an outpouring of support. I'm so grateful I could cry. Grow, grow some class. Yeah. Seriously, I that's mean, just, just gross. Yeah. It's like no... And the thing is, if they're doing that to other people, they're getting it done to them. I mean, there was that trend of people licking ice cream. And it's like, ugh, yuck. I don't get it. All right, well, <laughs> of course this happened in Australia, because where else could this possibly happen? Uh, prayers go out to the family, as awful as this is. <sighs> a 16-year-old girl died after a shark mauled her while swimming in the Swan River in Australia. With only a teen diving in to save her as others watched in horror. A female received injuries after being bitten by an unknown species of shark. Now keep in mind, this isn't a river. She wasn't in the ocean. At approximately 3.35, 3 so 3.35 p.m. on February 4th, yada yada, okay. Um... The girl who has not been named was jet skiing with her friends when she spotted a pod of dolphins and tried to swim with them. Okay, what's up, dolphins? Aren't you supposed to protect us from stuff like this? Are you shirking your duties? Uh, instead... Did you she... say sharking your duties? No, but that's good. That's good. I should hey, have. Just I kinda, I sure. I kind of wish I did now. I, I'm kind of <laughs> wishing that that's what I said because that, that was pretty good. <laughs> Instead, she found a shark that bit into her leg. Witnesses say a young man jumped in to retrieve the girl, with many describing him as a hero. One witness suggested the young man could have been the girl's boyfriend. Could have been. But couldn't be anymore. Poor kid. 
Paramedics rushed to the scene but were unable to save the girl who suffered significant injuries to her leg. Both the shark species and the full nature of the girl's injuries remain unreported. This is the first death in the river for a century, with the other confirmed fatal attack occurring in 1923. Nobody expects to be attacked by a shark in a river. That's true. Crazy. The family, the girl's family were not present and have since been informed and, of course, are absolutely devastated. However, her friends were, and as you can imagine, this is an extremely traumatic incident for anyone to witness, so obviously we're offering counseling services to anyone who did witness it or is affected by the incident. Authorities urge the public to take additional caution in the Swan River, uh, as in don't go in the dang river where sharks are mauling people to death. That would be a good idea. And you know what's really sad? I would totally be her. If I saw a pod of dolphins, I would totally be like, oh, I want to swim with the dolphins. Yeah. Yep. I would totally, totally do that. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Well, let's head into my favorite time of the night. Here on Counterculture Wise, we may rant, we may rave, but most of all, we go against the current culture because we believe, to the core of our beings, that humans are good and the world is an amazing and beautiful place. At the beginning of our show, we give you news of the weird and wonderful, but that is just the tip of the magnificent iceberg that is our world. We now present news of the wonderfuller. Well, we seem to have a theme. And then, of course, Chuck needs to give his update. So I'm going to read one story, and then the rest of the stories will be within this theme. So grab your Kleenex, eat your spicy chicken wings. Let's read about this kid. Attending a new school can be difficult for any student, but unfortunately, I'm sorry, but fortunately, (laughs) for one 15-year-old in Tennessee, he found a group of innovative students who changed his life. Sergio Peralta started the new school year at Hendersonville High School with a secret, a hand that didn't fully form. In the first days of school, I honestly felt like hiding my hand, he told CBS News, like nobody would ever find out. A teacher in the school's engineering program did find out, though, and told Peralta that his classmates might be able to help out. They ended up offering me like we could build your prosthetic hand, and I never expected it, he said, like never in a million years. With access to online models and a 3D printer, that's badass. I want a 3D printer in my school that I don't go to, but if I did, I'd want one. The group, which didn't even know if their plan would work, hit a home run. Using the prosthetic, Peralta was able to catch a baseball in his right hand for the first time. Holy moly. They changed my life. It's a short story, but very sweet. Very cool. So there's a video. Head on over to Counterculture as a DGM if you want to see the video. And remember, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everybody. 
let folks know where we are, please. We're so shadow banned. <laughs> please. All right, we'll let Chuck check in, and then we will get back to our themed news of the wonderfuller in a moment. And now, CCW News presents Holy Crap! This is actually happening! Full of Hot Air Edition, February 5th, 2023. I'm Chuck U. Farley. The big news this week comes from the sure-it-is-wink-wink department. While China has been actively mobilizing its navy around Taiwan and near Alaska, the Biden regime looked the other way while a second Chinese spy balloon cruised over Montana's sensitive military areas, including ICBM sites, and continued on across the continent. The evil orange man who was ousted for stopping such nonsense, Truth tweeted, shoot it down. But Beijing Biden's handlers said they wouldn't because they are too afraid there might be deadly debris in the form of a kink in the cash flow. China swore that it was just a civilian weather balloon that flew off course and is totally innocent. Just like those bioengineered viruses that occur naturally in bats, magically go global, and are used as an excuse for all formerly democratic governments to become totalitarian tyrannies that work together to shut down the world's economy. After allowing the totally innocent, totally not spy balloon to take in the entirety of the USA, it was last spotted over the Carolinas, where all air traffic was halted because totally innocent, not spy balloons are a threat to national security. Late Saturday afternoon, after ensuring that Winnie the Pooh got a good enough view of everything he needs to destroy our nation, besides fentanyl, the U.S. military finally sent an F-22 Raptor to shoot down the three school bus-sized, totally innocent civilian balloon off the South Carolina coast, where they intend to recover the now-shattered and saltwater-damaged debris. Officials said that the key was to get the balloon over the ocean, because recovery over the wide open spaces of Montana before it hit all the hot spots would have been way too easy. After abandoning his laptop full of incriminating evidence, including outright treason on behalf of his daddy, Hunter Biden and the rest of his crime family vehemently denied its existence. This week, the most intelligent man old Joe has ever known sent a letter to the DOJ requesting a criminal probe into his non-existent laptop that he says someone stole. In a melodramatic display of arrested development, Democrats literally screamed and cried and were so caught up in their ridiculous display that they did not realize that they had been wabbit-seasoned and duck-seasoned into voting unanimously to remove brother-marrying anti-Semite Ilan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee for being a foreigner who has too many affairs. Members of the laughable squad took to the microphone to voice their displeasure via beatnik poetry and dogmatic hyperbole that would make even the blackest Southern Baptist preacher blush. The circus act continued for hours with literal wailing and gnashing of teeth as if Omar had been sentenced to beheading instead of just booted off a committee on which she never should have been placed. In what they say is an attempt to cut down on addiction, Vancouver, Canada has legalized all hard drugs. Citizens will no longer be arrested or prosecuted for possession of heroin, morphine, fentanyl, cocaine, methamphetamine, or ecstasy. Instead, they will be offered information on social programs and treatment but only if they request it. I swear, I am not making this up. 
However, since it is Canada, citizens will continue to be arrested and prosecuting for going to church, using correct pronouns, and honking. For CCW News, this has been holy crap. This is actually happening. I'm Chuck U. Farley. Good night, and may God help us. Poor Chuck. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, a I, consummate professional, but he's a wreck. Yeah, well, we actually have viewers uh, on our holy crap, this is actually happening mm-hmm. YouTube page, which accidentally hit the algorithm for about five minutes before they were able to shut it down immediately. And mm-hmm. um, that say, you know... <laughs> Why even bother talking about Biden anymore? I mean, why even bother? He's not going to be... The guy has been treasonous since the 1970s. He's a pathological liar. His family is a proven crime family. And ain't a dang thing going to be done about it. And now he's so senile, he doesn't even know how corrupt he is. (laughs) It's like, what's the point? Why even talk about him anymore? It's not funny anymore. Well, I stopped doing Biden Biden sketches a long time ago because well, yeah, I mean, why bother? It's, it's I think such... I think I stopped doing it around the time he abandoned a bunch of jarheads in Afghanistan. I think that was pretty much mm-hmm. the time when I decided not to do it. And nobody talks about it anymore. Like literally, no. nobody no. talks about it anymore. It's it's like you know, Trump Trump wrote, and he's just it's all Trump, Trump 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 Trump. It's like okay, but every single thing that you're accusing Trump of doing that he did not do. Biden did and brags about it. There's video, folks. If you have any questions, come to our website and request a copy of the video. And way, way worse. Way worse. And yet, eh, whatever. He's a Democrat. He can do whatever. Well, we're also sending an obscene amount of money. Now, I'm not a socialist, but the kind of money we're sending to, uh, to Ukraine and other nations... That actually could home, you know, house and feed millions. Maybe not everybody in the U.S., or but pr- certainly provide medical care or build yeah. a wall. Wink, wink. Or it could do a lot. And what really pisses me off it's that's my money. That's my money. I did not vote for that. I do not want to be at war. I do not want these people sending it over there. I mean, the whole thing is just a big circus. It's a cash grab. And it would not have happened if Trump had been, you know, put in office. I'm not going to say elected because he was. By YouTube. Um, but yeah, say what you will. It's, it's, it's so funny because you see this, like, cartoon idea that lefties have of, of who Trump is, and it's like, it's not even real. Yeah. It's just not even real, and... You can't convince that they are so dogmatic. They are so deep into the religion that they cannot admit they're wrong. It's it's kind of, it, it's sad in a way. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, they're like, oh, you're part of a cult. You're part of a cult. It's like, um, I can do like a five second search for a lot of these people, assuming they're not a child, because a lot of the people that are talking on Twitter and whatnot are literal children. But you can do a search and see what kind of news they interact with. And 
literally lefties will get their news from a single source and never look anywhere else. Right. Almost anyone else, you know, center and and right, Mm -hmm. we listen to and watch multiple sources. Well, sure. Yet what is their go-to so-called quote-quote insult? I don't watch Fox News. Fox News is just controlled opposition. But, I mean, that is like their favorite thing in the world. Fox News, Fox News, you're the way Fox News. No, I'm not like you. I don't sit there with toothpicks in my eyeballs watching CNN, letting them lie and lie and lie and get sued and lose and get sued and lose and get sued and lose and just be like, well, I guess that's the truth. I mean, it was a reliable source. <laughs> well, and, and think that's okay. They've lost almost all their audience. And think that's okay. No, but these people watch. I mean, why is Rachel Maddow a thing? Why is Joy Reid a thing? That woman is a pathological, race baiting, violent, moronic liar. She's a liar. I mean,. Just today, she was looking directly into the camera and spewing filth, just absolute nonsense, and none of it's true. But she never, ever is held accountable. I mean, we we hear about this poor guy riding his bicycle. You know, some jackhole black supremacist jumps out of, I mean, runs over him with his car and then proceeds to stab him to death. No idea who this guy was. That's her. That is Joy Reid murdering these people because she's a racist, violent, lying, human fecal matter. I try not to swear. Anyway. But why is it okay for her to say those things? Why is that okay? Money. No, it's because she has privilege. It's because of the color of her skin. Okay. I mean, you want to talk about privilege. To be able to look directly into the camera and lie. And to tell people that they need to, you know, burn, loot, and murder. And they need to go out there and they need to commit genocide on another race. And to not be held accountable. To not even be called out for it. She actually said that? I'm sorry. She doesn't say it verbatim. But she says it. Okay. Maybe we should get back to Wonderful. And I think she's the one who said that until white people start dying, things aren't going to change. Hmm. And oh, by the way, white was... people do die every day, Joy. So, yeah, just putting that out there. Her parents certainly didn't name her well. No. But the thing is, she gets away with it. Yeah. Nobody says anything. And what terrifies me is, you know, Tucker can say the sky is blue and you'll have 97 million people calling him a white supremacist for that and, you know, having to fit and trying to cancel him and going to his house and trying to kill him and threatening his wife and this and that. But Joy Reid can flat out come out and say, we need to kill off Whitey and crickets, nothing. None of these people are held accountable. None of them. And I don't understand why we are allowing this as a nation. Why, first of all, why are conservatives such pussies that they do nothing ever? Nothing. Nothing. You know, I'm sick of turning. I, I've well, run out of chance to turn. Well, you were talking about turn. controlled opposition not long ago. That is mostly what the Republican Party is. 
Yeah. It's so, a uniparty. Yeah. It's a uniparty. And yeah. I'm, I've am i been politically homeless for years, but it's gotten worse than ever. It's gotten worse than ever. So, a little bit terrifying. Anyway. Minor, tiny little ginger snaps. Let's go back into... <laughs> Let's go back to wonderful. You were so worried about running out of time. Well, I'm not anymore. I'm running running out of time before we get the articles done. So I'll shut up now. Wow. You added many. All right. I was just really concerned. Okay. This is you. I think you need to read this one because this is you. Yeah. All right. All right. Every time Jim leaves the house, I'm worried he's going to come back with another puppy. Well, we'll... We'll do the rest of them next week when, once we hit. Yeah, we'll have time. We can go over. We, I don't want to. We got wiggle. I don't want to. Come on. It's a I theme. don't want to. It's a theme. Mm-hmm. We got to leave on a happy note. All right. Some I have been a. Short. This is This is written by a woman, so this is not me talking. I have been a crazy cat lady most of my life, and my significant other oh, no, knew that, that. That is him talking. When, when we got together 16 years ago. Jim was a crazy cat lady when I met him. At the time, <laughs> I had six indoor cats. Over the years, people in our neighborhood knew we were cat people and ended up dropping off cats, mostly pregnant females, at our home. Gee, Long story short, we took them in and ended up with Grandma, her two daughters, and their four between the two of them kittens. Through heartbreaking losses from old age and other problems, we got down to ten and then down to eight, and then he, and then he brought home a rescue from his work. No more, he said. Okay. Then five weeks ago, I'm sitting in my doctor's office waiting to be seen. He calls me from work and asks if I have any kitten formula. What? I said. And then I heard the kitten crying in the background. Yep. He found a two-week-old kitten under a pallet at work, and they could not find a mom or any siblings. One of the guys... Not my favorite. Suggested they put it out of its misery, what? so it didn't starve or die in the die in the Florida heat. And he immediately said he'd take it home. Yeah, been fo- bottle feeding for three weeks. Oliver is finally eating wet kitten food and using his litter box. Now my no more partner says we need to find him a playmate. His age, I'm sorry, need to find him a playmate his age so he doesn't keep tearing us up with his little claws. I'm checking into it. Gotta love the cat daddy. So they're gonna this end up kitten with has the biggest one. eyeballs I've ever seen in my nah. life. That's what kitten. Mackie Wow looked like when we brought him home. Yeah. Little Maxie Mao. I think he was two weeks as well. Oh, world's oldest dog. 30 years old. Go puppers. You want to do that one? Well, they say he's a chihuahua. But the picture looks like a, a chocolate lab. I know. It's weird. Very confused. Anyways, World's oldest living dog and world's oldest dog ever. Confirmed and announced as 30 years and 266 days old on February 1st. Yeah, that ain't no chihuahua. I I don't know. Okay, okay, I get it. Chihuahua named Spiker in the Guinness World Records for oldest living dog. The title has been passed on to 30-year-old dog from Portugal. Meet Bobby. He's a purebred Refiro do Alejento. Not a clue what that is. He looks like a fuzzy chocolate lab. Congratulations. 30 years old. He looks pretty good. Looks pretty, really good. So, sorry. That just caught my eye real quick. That and the pink pigeons. <laughs> this is a um, another animal rescue site article in the first person. So, here we go. 
On January 9th, 2018, a man came to Animal Aid Society to turn in a Great Dane puppy that he had found wandering. His attempts to locate a family were unsuccessful. He already had two rescues himself and was not in a position to take on a third dog. <clears throat> when Echo arrived, we saw a very underweight, malnourished puppy. He was estimated to be about six months old and weighed in at 65 pounds. This put him about Which 20... Is a darn big dog Yeah, still. Danes are huge. Yeah. This put him about 20 pounds behind where he should have been for his breed. The vet also surmised that he'd been kept in a confined space that was too small for him, Aww. impacting his ability to adequately move around and gain muscle mass. While we didn't know for sure the series of events that led to this puppy being brought to our doorstep, we made the same commitment to him that we make to every dog that comes to Animal Aid Society. We would do everything in our power to place him with a family that would care for him and love him forever. Echo was unfazed by whatever he had been through. He was outgoing, confident, and loved everyone he met. With regular feedings, Echo put on weight, enthusiastically making up for lost time and missed meals. It wasn't long before he was adopted. Echo continued to grow and this supersized, rambunctious puppy proved to be more than the family could handle, so Echo was returned to our facility, and the hunt for his happily ever after continued. That search ended in July of 2018. How when do the you Jones... not know you're getting a Great Dane? I don't know. It was too much for the family to handle. Did you not know he was a Great Dane? And a puppy at that? Yeah, anyway. Hello. That search ended in July of 2018 when the Jones family came to meet Echo. We spoke with them about the feedback given by the first family that adopted him. As a family of two Great Danes already in the pack, they were very knowledgeable about the breed and working with Great Dane personalities. Roar! This was the family Echo <laughs> needed. The adoption paperwork was signed and we watched Echo drive off into the sunset. Echo could drive? Wow! Roar! <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, in January 2020, Echo's family noticed he was becoming a bit more clumsy than usual. No, 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 Echo's no, no. Like, Please tell me this doesn't happen. You're the one who put this article in here. Can so. we just leave it with the dog driving? <laughs> okay, so what happened to Echo? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, you, you be, yeah, you really should have checked this out. I, Echo's legs just couldn't hold him anymore. His feet would slide out when he wasn't walking on carpet. In addition to his back legs giving out, his front legs began knuckling and tended to fold under when he would go to move them, especially when he tried to sit up. Well, mine do that all the time. Yeah, you're on your way, too. Unable to move hey. unassisted, Echo couldn't get outside in time to go to the bathroom and began to develop pressure sores that oh, simply baby. couldn't heal. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to skip some of this. In it's not end, as everybody... bad as you think. Okay. Initially, when Echo's family spoke with his vet, the vet suggested possibly euthanizing him. However, Echo kept showing signs he was trying to fight to walk again, so they kept fighting with him. His will to get better was remarkably strong. Echo's family worked with his vet and neurologist to come up with a plan of treatment that would give Echo the best quality of life. Echo began steroid treatment to induce or to reduce the inflammation in hopes that it would reduce the pressure on Echo's neck. He also started acupuncture and physical therapy. Acupuncture Within a week of starting the treatment plan, Echo sat up on his own and then took his first unassisted steps in Yay, months. Echo! Yay! Needless to say, his family is overjoyed. Since starting treatment for Wobbler's syndrome. That's a thing. Apparently. 
Echo has gone from not being able to walk on his own and being covered in bed sores to being able to walk unassisted, get on his favorite couch, get outside to go to the bathroom, participate in small play sessions with his fur siblings. Yay. Echo will never be 100%. However, with the love and support of his family, he's able to walk again and live a very happy life filled with love. Not only was Echo's story a learning experience for his family, but through social media, his family is able to provide support and awareness to others who may be going through the same thing. Though the disease can be a death sentence, this story can also bring hope to others. The love and dedication the Jones family have displayed for Echo is what we as rescue organizations strive for. Their adoption story is what we want for every dog we take into our shelter, and we believe we can achieve it one adoption at a time. Awesome. So it wasn't a sad ending. Thank you. Thank you for powering through that because that would have sucked. <laughs> All righty. Animal shelters are used to taking in stray dogs, but this pup named Lilo came to Makemi Animal Center off the street with an added surprise, a note. We received a call from a good Samaritan that there was a large dog running around a neighborhood and had a leash attached to it. So our animal protection team went out and picked her up as a stray, and when they put her in the truck to bring her back to the center, here is where we found the note. The note said, Please love me. My mom can't keep me and is homeless with two kids. She tried her best but can't get help. I cost too much for her. She really loves me, and I'm a great dog. Oh, sweet pea. It's one of the saddest things I've ever read, man told CBS News. The last time, the last line really hit us all here. Please don't abuse me. When you look at Lilo, you could tell right away that she was very well cared for and definitely loved. That was definitely the truth. Unfortunately, many dogs dropped off at shelters don't come with notes, so the staff was glad Lilo came with a clue about her family. A shelter is not the same as a home, so at the end of the day, we'd rather you keep your pet, and we're able to do anything we can to ensure that happens. The shelter staff posted about Lilo on social media, hoping to connect with her owner. About 24 hours after posting their TikTok video explaining Lilo's story, wow, TikTok did something good, they got a call from someone saying they were Lilo's mom. Don't abuse me. Please keep my name. God, I can, you can just feel the heartbreak in that note. Right away, just based off of some of the things they shared with me, that only that person would know, it was pretty clear that it was her mom. So we asked her to come down to verify identity. After being separated, Lilo and her family had a wonderful reunion at the animal shelter. It was very clear when Lilo entered the room that <laughs> that, that was her family. Everyone was extremely happy, and there was not a dry eye in the room. The kids were also just as excited and emotional as everyone else. While centers like McKemi provide shelter for dogs, they also provide resources for families who love their pets but might not be able to keep them due to cost. Man said they'll give food and supplies to families struggling to pay for their pets' needs. I'm not crying, you are. They'll even help the family find a pet-friendly home. For this family, we were working with some local agencies in town to help them find a pet-friendly shelter. With other families, we recently established a new fund called the Mac Cares Fund, 
where we will be able to help families, whether that's paying for a pet deposit at an apartment complex, providing food, resources, anything like that to try to keep them together. The goal of animal shelters is to keep dogs like Lilo happy and safe, and sometimes that means going above and beyond to reunite them with family that loves them. I would love to tie it to these people. That is an awesome story. And I hope that family is able to tap into those resources and get back on their feet. 15 years ago, I mean, 15 minutes ago, you were ranting, and now you Yeah, you're... yeah, shut up. I'm complicated. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, you're beautiful, and I love you, Melanie. <laughs> you know. It's one of the things I love about you, you know. Rant and rave with puppies! <laughs> Uh, well, okay, here's the thing, though. The reason I do get upset and the reason I do rant and rave is because horrible, satanic people hurt others. Yeah. And Joy Reid causes harm. She yeah. causes people to be harmed. So, of course, I'm going to be really passionate about that, just like I'm going to be really passionate about... You know, helping a homeless mom and her family, you know, find a place where they can keep their, their puppers. Yeah. I'm going to be every bit as passionate about that as I'm going to be about race-baiting jackholes like Joy Reid. I think I've been pretty clear on how I feel about her. I <laughs> believe you are. Very clear. Well, believe it or not, we're at the end of another show. And I want God to bless every single buddy listening to this show right God now. God bless us all, everyone. God bless us all, everyone. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, I got Boom, it. boom. And okay, enough with the boom, boom. <laughs> You'll notice I was not part of that song. <laughs> I absolve myself entirely. <laughs> she really doesn't like hip-hop all that much. No. And frankly, I like hip-hop, but the older stuff, the new stuff, stinks. It's a guy who hasn't blown his nose in 15 years just saying the same note over and over again. And singing with your thing and stuff, the thing and the random dandy stuff and That's stuff. That's how I feel about old Riding country. Riding in my caddy, snipping with my daddy, blah, blah, blah. Well, and, 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 plus, I mean, <laughs> it's just degraded into perversion. Yeah. Most of the time. I mean, with WAP and all that, it's like, yuck. I don't get it. Just yeah. ick. Anyway, we're supposed to end on a high note, so... God bless the puppers. <laughs> God bless the puppers. Adopt, don't shop. Spay and neuter your pets. Wear your seatbelt. Um, don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Hug your hug your mommy. And have an amazing week. Have a, a beautiful, amazing, fantastic week. Go touch grass. We'll see you uh, next week. Counterculture Wise is a Stormcat production. Thank you for joining our growing family of listeners. All links from the show are available on our website, counterculturewise.com. Find our archives on any of your favorite podcast hosts. We engage in satire, commentary, and generally laugh at the ridiculousness of our crumbling society. 
Our only medical or financial advice is to not follow any financial or medical advice given by podcasters. Our animations, interviews, holy crap segment, and other videos are put out on BitChute and Rumble, and only in part on YouTube because they hate free speech. Our show is entirely funded by listeners like you. Visit our ever-expanding merch store or our Subscribestar, where you can get outtakes, extra videos, and sneak peeks. If you would like to be a guest on our program, feel free to contact us via our website. Just click on the link at the top that says, Be a Guest on Our Show. For more fun and cat pics, please visit our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. For complaints about our show, please fill out the ID10T form on our website, and we will give it the attention it deserves. Meanwhile, no matter how cruel the world may be around you, always remember the importance of kindness. Be kind to each other, be kind to animals, and be kind to yourself. See you you next next week. week!